예측 불가능한 사람 싫어하는데 내가 예측 불가능한 사람이 될 수도 있다는 거 알았어. 불안하게 하는 사람 싫어하는데 내가 불안하게 할 수도 있다는 거 알게 돼서 약속 지키는 거 좋아하는데 약속 지킬 수 없는 사람이 될 수도 있다는 거 알게 됐어 사랑해 우리 헤어지자 I didn't like people who were unpredictable but I realized that I can also be unpredictable I didn't like people who made me feel anxious but I came to know that I can be someone else's cause of anxiety I always like keeping promises But now I realize that I can also fail to keep my promises. I love you. Let's break up. Yes, hello everyone, and you're listening to Kinka, King of K Drama, a podcast for language learners. And again, this is Rome or Hando Jun. Welcome to the show. So here we are again, and Actually, this is gonna be the final episode wherein I will be talking about Chong Chun Giruk or Record of Youth. Yeah, it's the final week for that because, yeah, I've already finished watching the show. So, yeah, uh, just like last week, um, the format of the show will be the first half will be talking about the plot, or, well, I, I think we're gonna be talking about. the whole show in general so that's commentary and then the second half would be the language part we will still be having five new vocabulary words um, sentence pattern of the week and favorite phrase of the week so that's going to be the format that we're also following today yay yeah so yeah um My first thoughts about the show Record of Youth is that uh, there might be haters here, or I don't know. Um, to all of you who are listening to this podcast, have you actually watched the show? Or haven't you? Because I-, I think it's going to be different if you haven't. If-, if you still haven't watched the show, maybe you would just listen to my opinion I don't know, but if you've seen the show, maybe you would agree with me that um, the show wasn't the best. Okay, I'm sure there's a lot of people they, that like the show. I kind of liked it, but um, there wasn't that 
kind of excitement or something that made me want to keep watching the next episode. It's it's just like I was watching the following episode because I intended to finish the whole show. So it's not like oh I, I want to know what happens next. So maybe it's just a preference, you know. So it's just me, I guess. So that's kind of the first thing that's on my mind right now. That it wasn't the best, but I, I kind of liked it. But it, it wasn't exciting enough for me. But yeah, so I, I just kind of liked it. So how about you guys, all of you who are listening to me, Kinka and Quinka friends? How about you? Did you watch the show? Did you like it? H- how was it? Um, it, do you think it's something that has rewatched value? Because I know some people, when they watch some sort of drama, they consider rewatch value. Like maybe after some time, they would consider watching it again. So if you're that type of person, do you think this show has a rewatch value? For me. I honestly think that it doesn't have much of a rewatch value, but if you're a fan of like the leads, then probably you'll definitely have to watch it. Because if you don't watch it, then I don't know. Maybe you have no. You're. It's like you're not qualified to comment about it. But yeah, so I've seen the entire show, and yeah, that's my initial comment right now. Um, did I like the story? I actually liked the premise when when I first saw the premise of the story. I actually liked it, but when I started watching it, I don't know. Maybe it's just not my style. Because if you've listened to the first episode of this podcast or the first episode wherein I talked about the show, I actually said that it's been months. I mean, that was the gap between me watching the first episode and the second episode of Record of You. So it just means, I, I don't know, it's like when I've watched the first episode, it didn't excite me to watch the following episode or maybe or maybe it's just that I, I'm not, that I, I didn't buy into the show just yet. But anyway, I, I was able to finish watching the entire show until this week. Which was like until the weekend before I'm recording this. So yeah. Um. So yeah. I guess the story is not so bad. I mean, it's it's not bad. Definitely. It's just that it will attract uh some sort of people, and it will not attract attract some sort of people. Uh, for me, I think I'm towards those who are not really attracted. To the show, I mean, in general, if like if I knew that the show is gonna be like this, I mean, if I've had a better summary of the show from the beginning, I might not have watched it. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I watched it and it was still worth my while. I learned a lot from it. So yeah, um, the thing that I wanna give comments on about this show would be. Relationship. So, anyway, since we are wrapping up this um, four episodes, so I'm actually, I can't imagine that I actually did four episodes on Jongchun Girok or Record of Youth. So I did four episodes. This is already the fourth and the final episode on Record of Youth, 
And right now, the thing that I want to talk about the most is about relationship. So this story is, I don't know, I don't want to give so much comments about that, but rather I, I want to put highlight or I want to put emphasis on the relationships that we've seen on the show. And the first thing that I wanted to give comments on would be the relationship between Heyo and Jongha that both that never came to be so they actually were almost there I mean they were sort of friends but Heyo never expressed or he never confessed how he felt for Jongha well because he was friends with Hejun so I, I think he was having that kind of mentality bros I mean it's friendship before these types of relationship. I mean, he probably didn't want to break his um, friendship with Hejun, and that's why, yeah, he didn't make a move at all. Um, yeah, and he didn't have a chance because when Hejun went to the military, I mean, when Hejun went to serve for the military service, he also did that, so he didn't have a chance to do that. So, Heyo and Jonghae relationship it never it never came to be. So, yeah, it's um I think if you were to put yourself on the position of Heyo, if I were to do it, I think yeah I would probably do the same. Cause I'm not the type of person who would you know just easily say what you feel to the person that you like. So, yeah, so maybe. Yeah, it would end up like that. So, Heyo has no love story in the end. <laughs> yeah, and then... So, yeah, and then we have this relationship between Heyo and Hejun. Their friendship was so... I would say that their friendship was so tight. And... Because it comes from way back. Like, from when they were young. And it was only towards the end of the show that we found out their... I mean, more of their story, like what they've had when they were in, was that high school or junior high school, that they were such close friends and they've had, although they've had different family background, um, they were able to, what's this, to reconcile that and form a friendship that works. So that's kind of interesting, I think. Um, yeah, because uh, I have this idea that um, friendship is, uh, like, it's easier to make friends when you're young. Like, when you're maybe in grade school, high school, college, like that. But when you grow older, and I mean, when you age, and then you start working corporate jobs or something, I think it's kind of more challenging to make friends. I mean, well, you could still make friends with people from your workplace or wherever or in whatever community that you can be at. But uh, friendships, I don't know. It's like, uh, I believe in, what's this? Like building up friendship is like piling up uh, bricks, something like that. So that's the image in my mind. So it should be coming from like a long, long time ago. Yeah, that's just the romantic side of me. 
speaking about friendship or relationship. Wait, yeah. And then we have, oh yeah, on my list, we have Hina and Gina's relationship. This is quite sad. I didn't want Hina and Gina to break up because, I don't know, I, I feel like their relationship was kind of very innocent and very young. And yeah, very young or very youthful. So it was lovely seeing that relationship bud in a way um but then they had to break up because of different things but mainly because i think gino was growing up in a way i mean yeah he's maturing and realizing that his reality is not something that would be good for henna at the moment so i think gino wanted to focus on making himself better so that he would at least mm, reach a success level that would be appropriate for Hena's family. Maybe. Something like that. Because, you know, societal standards are like that. It's not easy to get into a relationship with somebody who is not at the same level of whatever with you. So there's still that hierarchy in the society and that's real yeah i I believe that's real okay so it's kind of sad anyway that one was kind of sad knowing that they had to break up and we don't know what happened next because after the two years has passed we didn't see more of henna and Gino. yeah okay and then next relationship i wanted to point out is that of hejun and his dad so finally, we've come to the consolation. I mean, is that the term that I wanted to use? Yeah, like they were able to consolation. I mean, reconciliation. I think that's the term I'm looking for. So they were able to reconcile their differences. So um, Hejun was kind of, well, it was first the dad that approached Hejun and said, sorry so and so and Hejun just accepted it saying that he understands that how his dad treated him was only because he was being a father to him yeah I, I think that's kind of what it is um yeah usually this kinds of father-son relationships that we see in TV shows are kind of like that, so... Well, it's not always the time that there's some sort of distance, but I think that's the general thing that we have. I mean, that's the general theme, that there's distance between parents and their kids in this show entirely. But yeah, they were able to reconcile and... And somehow... And or wrap up their um what's that their problems not problems but differences like they were able to reconcile their differences and move on so somehow they were able to move on and they were able to accept what they had the relationship that they had yeah and yeah finally the relationship between Hejun and Jong Ha so actually this one I, I really 
I somehow expected it that they wouldn't end up together. Because before I watched the series Chung Chun Girl, um, I've actually al- uh, I've actually already read a few tweets from people, and I think there were people who said that this is like, um, what's that? What's the term that they use? I forgot. But it's like, ah, uh, it's I, I, they, they didn't say heartbreak, but something to that effect of twenty twenty, is like let down, the greatest let down of twenty twenty. I think some people said that. So I expected that they wouldn't end up together in the end, and sort of that's what happened because he- Jong Ho broke up with Hajun, right? If you remember. She said, "Saranghae, uri." Ah, no, not "saranghae." Saranghae, uri heojija. So I love you, and let's break up. That's what she said. Um, well, yeah, I, I kind of like that in a way. Um, sorry about the fans, but I, I like these types of stories wherein the leads don't end up together, kinda. But, well, we're all given an ending that wasn't very clear, right? We don't know how it would, I mean, go on after they met two years. Af- I mean, after they met, I mean, ah, what's this? What's wrong with me? I mean, what happens next since they met after the military service, you know? So, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. So yeah, it's open-ended in a way, and we can see that Hejun and Jungha had somehow grown up, or they've became more mature. At least for Jungha, that was visible because her career flew off, and well, it's also the same for Hejun. But we still don't know. It's been two years, so it's open-ended, and yeah, it was. Left at that, and I think it's kind of okay. But um, don't judge me. But I kind of wish they don't end up together. I mean, even if we're not seeing that, because I don't know. It's just that it makes me feel like I, I. I guess this is different for male fans of K drama artists, but for females, like. Well, I'm not sure if they really fantasize in that way that maybe there's a chance for them to end up with the idol that they have. For males, I wonder if if males if we have that because so far I I don't have a K drama actress that I really like that I I'm following all her shows or anything. There's none like that, but. So I I haven't reached that point of being a fan of anybody. So I I don't quite understand, but realistically speaking, I I don't think it ever happens that a fan and an idol ever ends up together. If there's a true story like that, let me know, and yeah, <laughs> let's make a documentary about it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of don't believe in those kinds of things. 
Okay, so um, I think I have other comments about the story. Uh, is there a clear antagonist for Record of Youth? Do you think Itesu is the antagonist? Because I'm thinking he's not. I mean, he was there, but he's not really an antagonist for Hejun. And the parents, I mean, the dad wasn't an antagonist either. So it's like, I, I think there's no clear antagonist in this story. So, and also the, what's this? The main struggle does not exist. So what was Hejun's main struggle? Maybe I'm being shallow, but I cannot think of anything. Like, uh, I don't know. His main struggle is he was postponing his, I mean, he was postponing military service so that he could first make a name for himself. So that was his main struggle, I think. And it wasn't so hard. I mean, thanks to the people around him that helped him out, like Minja for sure. Minja is a really spectacular character, I think. We all need that kind of person in our lives. If we had Minja in our lives, I think somehow we would all be at least 1% better than we we are right now because i don't know she's very supportive and she does whatever she can to help the person she's helping which in this case is hajun so yeah we all need some sort of ninja in our lives we all need that nuna or for yeah nuna i, I don't think there's a male character like that but yeah maybe like a mentor a mentor a manager whatever forms they come into your life that's really interesting so i think her in this show the character that i like the most is minja because she's very effective in a way and yeah uh, i hope that all of us whatever we're doing we will have that kind of person helping us out and has the heart of protecting us no matter what so I, I guess that would be my comment about the entire show. I liked it, but I didn't like it very much. Um, if uh, Would I re recommend it to my friends? I think if my friends are fans of Bogum and Sodom, I recommend that you watch the show so that, well, so that you can continue watching their works. Also, if, if you like the idea of a fan... Um, somehow ending up with his or her idol then go watch the show but if that's not your thing I, I wouldn't re really recommend this because yeah I, I mean there might be other K-drama that would fit you better for, for me it was okay it was okay it was worth my while somehow but there were moments that I, I would just want to go fast-paced and maybe maybe move on and skip some parts. But I didn't. I didn't skip any part. I, I watched every bit of it. And I think it was just too slow for me. So, yeah. All of us have different preferences. So, I respect that. If you really, like, really, really, really like the show, then, yeah, that's your preference. My preference is kind of different, but yeah.
yeah, I, I guess that's all that I want to say. Because well, if I try saying more, it would be just blubber and stop or blah, 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 blah. Nothing. Nothing useful. So, yeah, let's take a few seconds of break and then let's talk about the language. Alright, now we're back to the language part. These are the things that, well, I picked up from the final four episodes of Record of Youth. Alright, so this week too, we'll also be having five new vocabulary words of the week. Again, these words might be new to me, but not new to you, or might be new to you, but not new to other people, so... For me, it's just the words that I pick because I kind of like them. Or maybe they made an impact to me while I was watching the show. So, yeah. And also, if, if you're whatever platform you're listening to, um, you can actually check the, what's this? the show notes to see these vocabulary words. So, I'm putting these words on the show notes together with some sample sentences together with the definition so you'd you'd be good if you could check out the show notes as well okay so let's begin with the first well this is not a word this is actually some sort of a phrase that i picked up and it is takuro padumyon takuro padumyon so these words i i am sure we both know these words takyu Docu, as in documentary. And then, padumyon. Padumyon from the root word pata, to receive. So, if we're gonna look at it that way and think of it literally, so this means if you receive it as a documentary. And somehow, it, it doesn't make sense if we're just gonna look at it that way. But when this was used in the show... Um, this was the exact phrase that, were you, that was used. Yeah. No, it's takyuru padumyon otoke. So, if, if you receive this as a docu, how? And it was translated as, Hey, don't take it so seriously. And then it was followed by this sentence. Insengun wole takyu ya. Trauma ga aniragu. So, this was the response. Life is serious. It's no joking matter. So here we, we can see the contrast between the words dakyu and drama. So it's like saying that when you use the word dakyu, it's more of a serious matter as compared to drama. So if you were to receive it as a dakyu, so dakyu padamyon, meaning you re- you're taking it too seriously. Okay, so that's the first, well, it's not a vocabulary word, but that's the first vocabulary word that we have for this week. Takyoro padumyon. If you take it so seriously. Okay, so takyoro patta, to take something so seriously. Alright, cool. Second vocabulary word of the week. Shinyonghada. Repeat after me. Shinyonghada. Shinyonghada. Okay, when I first saw this, I didn't realize that Shin Young is actually the same Shin Young as in Shin Young Kadu, as in credit card. 
So I, I didn't think of it that way in the beginning. But then when I looked up the meaning, so Shinyonghada, it's, yeah, the Shinyong here is the same as Shinyong in Shinyong card or credit card. So Shinyonghada, it's not to use a credit card, okay? It's not that. But Shinyonghada is uh, to trust, to believe, to rely on. Or to have confidence in. So that's what it means. Shinyong Hada. Okay. Uh, I actually didn't get a sample sentence for this just yet, but yeah. Shinyong Hada is to have confidence in. Um, yeah, I'll just put a sample sentence on the show notes. I don't have one right now, and I'm not sure if I'm using it correctly if if I say, like, do you trust me? I, I don't know if it works that way because it's easier to just use mido, right? Do you believe me? But I guess I, I, I would have to study more how this is being used differently as compared to mido, okay, or mitta. Okay, cool. Third word is chinmilgam. Chin Mirgam. Repeat after me. Chin Mirgam. Chin Mirgam. Okay. Chin Mirgam, it actually has Chinese characters. So I'm guessing that the the origin of these these this word is actually Chinese. So Chin Mirgam. It means sense of closeness or intimacy. Chin Mirgam. Yeah, Chin Mirgam. So yeah, I picked a sample sentence here. Let me read it. So I'll read the English. I, I mean, I'll read the Korean first. 결혼을 이루는 것은 결혼식이나 정부에서 발행한 종이 장이 아니라 바로 진밀감이다. Okay, let me repeat that. 결혼을 이루는 것은 결혼식이나 정부에서 발행한 종이 장이 아니라 바로 진밀감이다. Okay, so the English translation for that is Intimacy is what makes a marriage, not a ceremony, not a piece of paper from the state. So, chinmilgam, sense of closeness, or intimacy. I don't know if you will ever use this word, but yeah, try it. Try to make your own sentence using chinmilgam, okay? Let me know what your sample sentences so use it all right fourth word this word I've, I've been hearing it a lot these days this word is kunsahada 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 and when i looked up neighbor neighbor dictionary it says that kunsahada is actually very similar to moshita so you know moshita for sure right so kunsahada is like nice, wonderful, marvelous, great, fabulous, splendid. So you, you get what it means. Kunsada. I've been seeing these a lot in a lot of different shows, not only in Record of Youth, but I have I have actually also started watching Startup and I think in the first episode I've also heard this word Kunsada. I just forgot how it was used, but here's a sample sentence. 이 돌의 연계 
Ah, sorry for my pronunciation. Iduri yonggi tohan aju kunsada. Iduri yonggi tohan aju kunsada. They're also very good actors. Iduri yonggi tohan aju kunsada. Yeah, I, I just got that sample sentence from Naver Dictionary. So, yeah. Because I, I, uh, I forgot to take one from the show. Next time, I'll, I'll make sure to use what's actually used in the show. Okay. Yeah. And final word of the week is Tandojigip. 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 So, by syllable, tan do jig ip tan do jig ip okay so you've noticed the weird change in the pronunciation but you'll get to know why it's like that when you study more about pronunciation i mean shifting the consonant from one place to another tan do jig ip okay so tan do jig ip is straightforwardness okay that's all i've got but it has Chinese characters. I'm not sure if this is some sort of four-syllable proverb, but probably not. It's just that it has that, I guess, it means straightforwardness. I've never used that word ever, straightforwardness. But yeah, I think um, you can use this in a way like you say and then say something. So it's like, um, speaking honestly, so and then say something. But here's a sample sentence that I got. So won't you speak frankly? Okay. Won't you speak frankly? So something like that. But in the show, I think it was said as so speaking in a straightforward manner and then the person said what he or she wanted. I forgot who that was. But yeah, okay. So those are the five vocabulary words of the week that we have. So what are they? 닥겨로 받으면 신용하다 진밀감 근사하다 and 단도직이 Okay, again, that's 닥겨로 받으면 Chimmegam, ah, sorry, Shinyongada, Chimmegam, Kunsahada, and Tandojigib. Okay, are we cool with that? Yes, yes, thank you very much. So make sure to, yeah, just look at the show notes and copy those words if you want. I still haven't put them on Instagram, but I will probably do one of these days. Maybe I'm not promising that, but I will try. And okay, so next thing that we have is. The sentence pattern of the week. Okay, so we have another sentence pattern of the week. And that is blank er periopta. Blank er periopta. Or just ignore the er, just periopta. So blank periopta. Periopta is, it means to not need. So the original sentence that I got from the show is and it was translated as we don't need to feel small. So repeat after me. We don't need to feel small. This was said by Hejun's mother, I think. Or was it Hejun who said this? I don't remember, but 
it was the two of them talking when they used this. So we don't need to feel small or we don't need to demoralize ourselves. That's what it means. So yeah, that's a very simple pattern. So you just put anything and then periopta. Meaning I don't need this or I don't need that. Example, um, what, it, what is it that you don't need? Uh, okay, 걱정, 걱정, 걱정. So, 걱정 필요 없다. 걱정을 필요 없다. There's no need to worry. You don't need to worry. I don't need to worry. 걱정을 필요 없다. 걱정을 필요 없다. Or what else? What else don't you need? So, th- anything that you don't need and then 필요 없다. Mm, like, if you want to say you don't need a girlfriend, you can say 여자친구를 필요 없다. Or 여, 여친을 필요 없다. Or boyfriend? 남자친구를 필요 없다. 남친을 필요 없다. Friend? Oh, 친구? 친구를 필요 없다. Uh, yeah, so those are the sentences that you can make or many more, whatever it is that you don't need. But I guess you need a friend. We all need a friend, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's our sentence pattern of the week. Blank periopta. Okay, so I, I didn't teach you mo- anymore about the... What's this? The marker. Is this the object marker? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's the sentence pattern of the week. And lastly, before we end, we have our favorite phrase of the week. Yay! So what is my favorite phrase of the week? My favorite phrase of the week is... I will read the Korean first, okay? 너한테 아름답게 기억되고 싶어. 기억해줘. 우리가 함께한 모든 시간. Let me repeat that. 너한테 아름답게 기억되고 싶어. 기억해줘. 우리가 함께한 모든 시간. Now in English, I want to be remembered as a beautiful memory. Promise me that you'll remember the time we spent together. Okay, so that is my favorite phrase for the week. Why? Because, well... I guess all of us deserves to be remembered as beautiful memories. And I, I think, in essence, that's what this show is all about. Chong Chun Girok Record of Youth is all about making beautiful memories and being remembered by somebody as a beautiful memory. Um, well, we hope not to just be a memory, you know, because if we're a memory, it means it could potentially mean that we're not together or something but yeah i think we all deserve to be remembered as a beautiful memory that's why i really like this phrase so i hope that you'll make beautiful memories every day so yeah and i guess that's it for this episode and i will be seeing you again next week and next week we will be talking about another show and I've already said what show I'm watching. I'm watching Startup. And yeah, I'll see you next week. Kinka Kinka Yarabun. Annyeong, you guys. Bye bye. Tao me bye.
다음에 봐요.